G'day, welcome to Brownlow Bar, where myself, Bards, Nev and Tybo discuss all the weekend's footy action, our Brownlow votes thus far in the season, and what's hot and what's not in the rest of the footy world. Yes, 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 welcome back to the bar. Round two, also done and dusted, boys. Uh, great round of fixtures again. Tybo, Nev, welcome, welcome lads. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Here we are. <laughs> Didn't like the yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, I don't mind it. It's all right, mate. Something oh, different. Good um, to be here, boys. Good great, to be here. Great weekend of footy if you're a Cats fan. Um, shit went down on the weekend, boys, didn't it? Uh, apart from Geelong pipping us by a point there, Nev. Um, pipping us or getting handed something? Hey? Getting handed. Well, yeah, to a degree. Flops. Um, boys, a lot came out of the weekend. Uh, we'll get straight into it with uh, schools out and what we learnt over the, the weekend's fixtures. Thanks, mate. You're almost a bit behind on that, but I'll let you off this week. Um, what I learnt, boys, across the weekend... And like I said, shit went down. Chris Scott approaching players on the opposite team. Uh, I want to know your thoughts there, boys. Uh, flog actions, if you ask me. Wanker. <laughs> um, we'll get to it. <laughs> Sam Reed's penalty. Uh, was it too soft? Should it have been harsher? I want to know that. Boys, I want to know your thoughts on GWS. Just as a team, I wanted to pick a team this week, and I want to know where they're at. And last of all... That last tackle in the Lions game, obviously, it's been a huge talking point. So, uh, yeah, huge, huge, uh, I suppose, topical things across the weekend, boys. What's our thoughts? All right, Chris Scott, number one question. Uh, I like it. Um, why should a coach not be able to um, stand up for his players when some fuckhead on the other team is having a crack at him? Um, is this is this just a Geelong perspective? No, no, like I, like I wouldn't it, mind seeing any coach, any coach, any coach anywhere in any league um, doing that. Um, I know I'm a coach this year, and I know that if someone was talking shit about my players, that I would have a chat back to them. So tell me um, this: Do we know if, what was said? So, no, no. So, so even if even if we don't know what was said, I'll ask you this: if if something was said from from the players to the actual group of players. Is it okay? Is it okay for the coach to respond, or is it if the players only say something to the coach, no, like, if, "Oh, if you've set up for a bunch of grubs tonight, you yeah. prick," and then you can talk back? Yeah. Or are you if, saying if even they're, if they're the players, engaging with him as a person, yeah, go for if it. If he, uh, if they were only okay. engaging with the opposite players, you think he's yeah, a flog? If, if they're just talking to the group of players, um, who cares? They'll still do it themselves. But if they're talking to the coach himself, then yeah, go for it, mate. Have a crack. And, you reckon and, it's the wrong thing to do if it's not getting directed at Chris Scott himself, though? Yeah, yeah. The players will deal with their, their shit themselves That's right. on the field. But, um, you know, Chris Scott's a aggro bloke. Um, he played for the Lions. And, he wears and his he, heart he on his sleeve. He was a wild that. animal when he was playing for them. So um, there's no point in changing now. And, and I think it's just a, another um, yeah soft spot for the um, people to talk about and say, oh, he shouldn't be doing that because it offends someone. Mate, who gives a shit? He's he's a coach who was a football player. Um, he does wear his heart on his sleeve and he bleeds for the club. So um, good on him for having a, a dig back at no, those no. tosses, having a crack. I just don't I just don't think it's a good look because <clears throat> any coach now at any level will You'll think... clear that frog well, in your throat. Yeah, mate, yeah. <laughs> just fucking what, listen, waiting for Ty to finish for so long. Uh, um, I, I just don't think it's a good look because that will filter down through through lower levels of football and now all of a sudden people are going to say oh geez it's all right i can go have a crack at the other team now so i just 
at, yeah. at the highest level of football, I don't think it's a good look because he needs to set an example. And now people think that it's okay. And I, I think in 99% of circumstances, it's not okay. On with you, Nev. Um, first of all, and, and I don't know, maybe they said something to Scotty. Even if they did, I don't think it would be anything. I think it would have been along the lines of, what have you just sent the boys out to just rough us up because you can't beat us cleanly or something like that because of the job they're doing on Neil. That's my assumption. But even if it wasn't directed at Scotty, it was just directed at the players and then he stood up for them, I think it's a bit of a dick move. My opinion is, Chris Scott, you need to fucking realise you're not a player anymore, mate. He still wants to be one of the lads. You're their coach. Put your coach's cap on. Um, uphold the standards that you should as a coach. Don't buy into it. You, your blokes can look after themselves. They're also grown men, mate. Um, to me, it's a bit like, uh, you know, you have a school a schoolyard argument with another kid, 16, 17, going through puberty, bit of testosterone flowing, you argue with a kid, bit of jousting, you might even win the battle. You're about to walk away and your dad hops out of the fucking car and comes over and still gives that kid a, still gives that kid a gobful, you know yeah. what I mean? And you leave walking away going, Dad, had it covered, just, just talk that shit out of that kid, had him nailed and now I'm going to be you know, just abused all week from other kids because <laughs> my dad hopped out of the car and chastised yeah. the shit out of him. Cheers, Dad. Good one. Yeah. Like, they don't need your help, Scotty. Pull your head in. Anyway, that's my opinion. Also Cut his hair, have opinion. a shave, look like an adult, mate. Oh, Stop looking yeah. like a footballer. Yeah. You're not, you're not, not Patrick Dangerfield, so don't have the strut of Patrick Dangerfield. You don't even need to use as much fucking gel in your hair if you don't want to. Anyway, I'm a bit heated there, but, yeah, but I am biased because right, I've, I've not been a fan of Scotty for a long time. So. <laughs> All right, but, fair yeah. enough. Uh, Sam Reed's penalty, um, definitely not. You've opened a can of worms here, Vards. I have. That's just bullshit, mate. If he's had direct contact with the head of the player of Fife, um, it's got to be more, at least the same or more than what Dangerfield copped for an, a head clash. Yep. Nev, thanks. Um, I don't know. I think they're probably similar. I know the grading was different, and that's why. And the fact that Danger was just sent straight to the tribunal, not reported, yep. I think that's why. So I know, I know rating. you put in our private chat there, Nev, across the weekend, something about the grading. So it was actually literally just listed as... Was they it? were both high contact, yep. both careless. Careless, yes. Um, Danger's was classed as severe impact, whereas Reed's was classed as high impact. It's yep. the only difference, so that's obviously okay. why there's a difference in a week. Yeah. But... So, the, so judging off the grading, the actual, uh, I suppose, the, the serve is is justified due to the grading. Yeah. But sitting here at the bar, do we all agree it actually, if that's not severe, we don't know what is? Or well, do you think it was only high well, never? Do you think it was all right? Well, mate, we had... I don't think it was all right because uh, he's in my draft keeper league <laughs> no, and it's fucking hurting. Should he have got three <laughs> weeks as well? Um, I think so, mate. Um, I think the only reason why he didn't is because Fife, I know he was groggy, but he got straight up. Oh, yep. mate, Kelly was, like, dead on the ground. No, so, so, yeah, right. so Kelly tried to get up and walk, and the fucking... Oh, so excuse me, guys. The um the trainers, the medi- <laughs> asked him medical to stay staff, down. they said, no, get down and get on the... On yeah, because his um, face was bloody. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. He was up, and he, he would have walked off as well, the same yeah. as Fife. But because Fife is a big, strong unit, he's just got up, and he's like, mate, I'll be right. Yeah, put it put it this KO, way. My walk. point of view is very much the same as you, Ty. The way I see it, if I look at both in- incidences over again... And, and you asked me just to judge the impact, I say they both look as nasty as each other, so they're both severe. How the hell that second one on five isn't severe is beyond me because holy fuck, it wiped him out. Uh, anyway, I'm, geez, I'm on the swear train tonight. I've got to calm down. Boys gave me a scotch and I've lit it up a bit. Apologies to the listeners. A bit spicy. 
Um, GWS boys, tell me where they're at. I just want to know this. This has just been uh, a little, you know, thing that's grown in my gears over the past weekends, a couple mate, of weekends, and last year. Mate, so Leon Cameron got keys to every bloody Ferrari in the factory, and he left them, <laughs> and decided to just drive a dirty old fucking Honda Civic. Because, mate, that team, it is full of jets. It was full of jets. Yeah, it was. And, mate, he, t- he he's a clown. Was it his fault? I don't know. Yeah, I don't well, know. It's it just him, mate. mate. <laughs> but, mate, that, that team's full of jets, right? And still is. And what definitely it, definitely it, was though? last year. How'd they miss the finals last year? Like, come I told on, you how squad. last year. Yeah. The two Ruckman. Fucking, and Leon Cameron, the clown. Yeah, Ty. Yeah, no, so where, where are they at now? Where, honestly, where do you see right now? If yep. you were to tell me where GWS finished on the ladder this year, where do they sit? Mate, if Leon Cameron's still there, they're bottom. We'll be uh, bo- Bottom six, I reckon. They need to sack him. He's got to go. Yeah, righto. Ty. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I oh, they're struggling, obviously, um, and they have lost a lot of a lot of people. Um, I don't know if Leon's the problem or if it's just the. The loss I, of I don't know. the loss of the players. Well, they keep losing people every single year, so they st- they build a uh, a bit of a structure around certain players, and then those players leave. Um, you know, Jeremy Cameron's big big shoes to fill. Um, who else left? Caldwell, um, Hately. These yep. guys that were sort of pushing just to about get on the, the fringe. Yeah. Um, and and they've lost some big names. Zach in the past. Williams. Zach Williams. They Devin look Smith. like they don't have. Um, they just as, lose as guys well as all the time. The one ruckman that was going to come and replace the few they got rid of or yeah, retired. He's, he's injured, injured at the so. moment. So yeah, they they just I don't know. They can't really catch a break with. Um, yeah, Where have you got to finish? Can they recover? Or you think they're there? They're going to be down there. Oh, uh, they they won't make finals this year. I don't think. Yep. Um, they may get close, but I don't think they'll make it. They will play really good footy in stages this year and knock off some good teams, but I don't think they'll. Yeah, right. Eh? Well, be consistent. yeah. I don't think they will play good footy this year. I don't at all. I don't like the side. I don't like the team. I I see a lot of uh, above average players, but not nearly enough genuine stars in there. They might have three. I feel like you need five or six, or, or at least five. Let's say five, like the other good sides have, and that, I don't see that across their park. Anywhere there might be one across each line, two two is a, two is a stretch even in their midfield. For me, I do agree with you on Leon Cameron. Nev, uh, I don't know how you can you can lose that much midfield depth, let's say, and then still not at least roll the dice and have the likes of Toby Green play some midfield minutes. Just throw him in there, give him a week in there, give him a lift. He he's a jet. He's he is a jet. He's, he's proven himself over and over again. He can be great up forward. I'm sure he can, but. Mm. What's the point of him being up forward if you're not winning down the middle enough to win a game of footy anyway? So, to me, yeah, he's just underused in that forward line. And uh, I don't rate him. I think, I think they're a bottom two, bottom three side. I'll have them bottom two. Very similar turnaround as the Crows had and, after they made that grand final and got beat. Yeah, well, and, I, the, and I'd put it down cliff. to as well, the last side that lost as many players as they did in one season was North Melbourne when they lost Petrie, Ferrito. Harvey, Del Santo, Turned shit, all in a heap. And look where they've been the last three years. That's where I see GWS personally. Mm. I, I do think they're up to shit. Um, very good, boys. I don't know if we need to touch on the tackle in the Lions game. I just wanted to bring it up to let Ty have a whinge, but I don't think we've got the time to go through it. Oh, to why am I going to no, whinge, No, we don't I'm need to go it. right into it. But it's... <laughs> no, but the criticism on it. But um, end of the day, wrong decision. Been highlighted pretty heavily in the media. Mm. Uh, the at least that guy's boss has come it. out and said it so, too. So yeah. it's de- definitely the wrong decision. We'll touch on it quickly. Definitely the wrong decision at the end of the game. Um, it not holding the ball, but it would have been incorrect disposal. 
Yep. Um, and however, the umpiring that game was atrocious the whole way through. That's um, being very pleasant both ways, and um, and and that call um, throughout the weekend. I watched countless times throughout the weekend. It's probably ten that were very very clear, exactly the same. Um, that were let go. Half of them were let go. Half of them were paid um, in different parts of the ground. So, um, yeah, it's just it sucks that um, one call because of the time and location yep. gets talked about more than it was anything exacerbated else in the game. because like, of the time it was. Um, exactly. It was a really good game up until then. Like Cats had a really good lead, and and then Lions fought back really well to get that close. Um, yep. So, and, yeah. and and exacerbated again by the fact I didn't get that word out right, but also by the fact that. Just previously at the other end of the ground, Zach Bailey had been pinged for holding the ball when he chose to ride that tackle to the ground. Mm. And, I, and I don't have any issue with it either. It was actually the right decision. Mm. But that one where he just rode the 360 tackle to the ground and tried not to get rid of it to just take the tackle to ground. Mm. We all know sitting there as a footballer on your couch, you go, geez, he tried to just keep that one. Mm. And, and he got pinged for it, which I'm fine with. But nine times out of 10, if that one wasn't pinged, you'd go, oh, he got away with it. That was yeah. lucky. This one up the other end seemed more obvious, yeah, and yet it wasn't cool. Yeah, at all. It's, so it's just frustrating. It just made it harsher on the umpy, unfortunately. It's just frustrating. Like that last five minutes, like they just missed so many calls at both ends. Yeah. At both ends, they missed a yeah. Guthrie bloody throw. They missed a they, Joel Selwood rugby Selwood, pass. Selwood rugby Lock, pass. Neal throw. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. what I mean. But but those and then ones aren't talked Isaac about. Isaac Smith deliberate out of bounds. That was a scrub kick out of a yeah. pack of people. But those ones aren't talked about in. because they don't have they. They don't seem to have direct influence on a game, mm. even though over time... And a lot of umpires in our game right now, they don't have the games under their belt, like Razor Ray and that at the moment. So they're going to improve, but um, yeah, to. it's important it gets notified, but Just hopefully we're not on too that, harsh on... Um, on Zach Bailey's um, tackle that he got done for holding the ball, um, that's nearly identical to how Matt Rowell um, stuffed his shoulder last year. Um when they should have some leniency when they're getting slung that quick as soon as they get it and slung even though their hands are free if you try and get rid of it then you You put yourself in a really vulnerable position and and you you may as well like you could get knocked out you could get your shoulder dislocated like Raoul happened to Um, you just put yourself in a real vulnerable position um, if you're getting slung that quick as soon as you get it, you should get a bit of leniency. 100% agree, mate. Yeah. You just want to go into the fetal position if you've yeah. ever been tackled like that because yeah. you know if you try and get that ball free for a handball with the other arm, you are every chance to land on the point of your elbow and just cocking your shoulder. Yeah, yeah it's, cooked. Yeah, so. It can be pretty scary. So yeah. They should sort that out. Very good. Um, all right. Well, we're on the fixtures still, boys. As always, our highlight and our low light of the round. What do we got, fellas? Well... My highlight, um, definitely Dogs-Eagles game. Mate, that was an unreal game. I loved every minute of it. Couldn't couldn't take my eyes off it. Um, I thought the Eagles were home. Dogs come back. It's fucking unreal. Unreal. Yeah. That's that's what you watch a game of footy for when you're on the edge of your seat from start to finish. Unbelievable. Cracker, wasn't it? Mm. Love it, mate. That's that, why I love football. That's my highlight as well, Nev. That was the best game I've seen in a long bloody time. It was unreal to watch. Yep. Fair enough. Well, that's nice and quick. Mine, uh, fellas, just has to be the return of Buddy. Um, it's just good to see the big fella up and about again, wasn't it? Um, been a huge layoff for him. And I was actually surprised when the, com- good. when the commentator said he's only been out of the game for 18 months. Honestly, it feels like a long, I thought long time. it would have been three years. Like, seriously, it feels like forever. Um, I don't, I'm not sure how old he is, to be honest. I probably should have looked into oh, that. But he's like 34. He's yeah, old. He's been paid right. 1.5 million this year. But honestly, he, he did look good, mate. So 
probably more than anything, it's just a credit to him to have been through all the challenges and still come out um, not underdone, I don't think, really. He, I'm sure he was blowing. I think he admitted he was blowing. Yeah. But seriously, he still presented well. He didn't really put a foot wrong. He still he kicked three. Uh, yeah, it was just awesome to see him. Yeah. It was exciting I'd, for fans and I'd lovers of the goosebumps when he so. kicked that first goal. I was like, oh, far out. We've been missing this for so long yeah. when he's back. Just and he was brilliant. just wheeled onto the left, did yeah. his big arc and just hooked it straight through the... Mm. Yeah, low light. Low light. Mate, we've touched on it, so I won't get into it. Refereeing the Lions-Cats game. Umpiring, I, mate, umpiring. Uh, refere- well, they may as well have been refereeing because they weren't fucking umpiring, <laughs> were they? <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, I'll leave it there. I've yep. had enough We've also that. touched on my low light and it's the, the Sam Reid decision. Um, we need some consistency and that was shit house. Yeah, fair enough. Um, mine is actually, you brought him up individually never before I got to it, but it was Leon Cameron. Um, yeah, not just GWS itself, but just Leon Cameron's coaching. Because um, it's not just the Toby Green thing and all that that go- comes with it, but the fact that he dropped the likes of Tom Green la- off last week's game, it just, for me, it was just mind-blowing. Who'd he play? Because... Do you even know them? Tom Green was... Yeah, well, Sproul, no, I don't. Shipley, but the, some but, other clown. But the bottom line is, too, <laughs> I'm all for dropping a player if you've given him a huge opportunity and he hasn't taken it. I looked back at Tom Green there the week before because I, I knew he had a down game and I had a bit of a look at him because I didn't get to see him much. He, he still had, had the most pressure acts. He got 60... Yeah, but he only got 60% time on ground too. Mm. So you're giving a kid just over a half a game of footy and then you're dropping him because he wasn't good enough. Well, let him work his way into a game and he might have produced something. So anyway, Leon Cameron, I'm off you. I'm off your bloody team. I'm off the whole frigging Sydney area. <laughs> With you there. Uh, very good. We're better head of the newsroom. Thanks, Bards. A uh, couple, well, a few here, but I'll get through them quickly. So, Jared Berry was a laid out um, for the Lions. Uh, he's a test this week for his Hemi. Um, Big O, he's, he's out, um, did his ankle. Grundy, Degoe had COVID test, was negative though, so they're fit to play. Corbell's out for six to eight weeks. That hurts a lot of more fantasy coaches. Um, Draper's out for eight to ten weeks, so I just wonder whether Essendon's really going to struggle to get first use of that ball now. Players like Merritt may not be as may not be as good. Um, Heppel was a laid out due to back spasms. He's only 50-50 coming into this week. Dylan Shield, he's a big name. Um, definitely, well, one of us thinks he's sometimes uh, Brownlow relevant. He's a big name, mate. But, uh, yeah, six weeks he's gone, um, just like last year. What a physique. Um, five concussion, that's a big one. The biggest one so far, apart from danger being ruled out, I think. 12 days mandatory, he's out this week. Uh, Walter's fit to play if he gets through training. Um, Jeremy Cameron, common right. He's still two, three weeks away. They, they're apparently being very conservative about him, so that's a little bit worrying. Um, your prize recruit that you gave up everything for, not playing first quarter of the season. You just need him. Well, you don't really, but you kind of do. Um, Danger's still got two more weeks. Um, Duncan Menegola, a test. Riccardi is available. It says here, Ricardo. That's bloody autocorrect. Will Day's out. Wingard will return Easter Monday. Um, Cunnington is back. He'll play. Um, Dumont and McDonald still out. Rosie will return against West Coast this week. Um, Basher Hooley's available, but whether he plays AFL or VFL. Um Marshall's hopeful for a run in VFL before he comes back. And Shuey is to return if he gets through training tonight over at West Coast. Wow, wee. There's a fair list there. I'm just Some trying, names I'm trying to pick the relevant list. ones out. There's there. only about five or six, um, yep, really. For Brownlow, Coleman sort of stuff. So Jeremy Cameron, um, he that's his second Hemi that he did. So 
and it's the same one. So they just when you yeah, say second hammy, as in second hammy since preseason, since being at Geelong, yeah, Ooh, that's the yeah, so he had one early in the preseason, and then um, he yeah had had that one. So you, you, so you said it, you said it all, Nev, like taking their time with the mm. bloke they gave up everything I for, think you can and probably, so it's the right thing to do. It is, but you can rule him out of but, any Coleman bets. So yeah, I, think, I agree, mate. Yeah, I don't think you can make up. Oh, oh, like what did you say? Three weeks away. At, no, yeah, two, two to three. Two yeah. to three. Surely, Who knows? surely you're not making up that sort of ground when you've still got Texas Tomahawk. Texas kicked 11 already. And oh, when you've still got Tomahawk sharing goals when he yeah. comes back. So, mm. we'll, we'll write him off, boys. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Go on. Um, now, have you said Draper there? Yep. Yeah, I think it can really hurt Zach Merritt. So, I think is so he, he's your tip. Did, he, did you tip him? No, he's your roughie, was he? One nah, of your roughies? No, mate. I'll, I'll tip him if you let me. No, well, who, uh, I thought he was your roughie, mate, this year. No, Maybe not. oh, it might have been my roughie, actually. Yeah, I think so. I think I he think only so. got 26 bucks or something. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, like I don't have him polling brilliantly just yet. He's getting a few. But um, if if Draper's out for a long time, who's their replacement, Ralph Phillips? Aaron Phil. Oh, no, um, what's his name? Francis. Aaron Francis, I think, Francis. might have to play. Oh, right, eh? Yeah, because Phillips injured, possibly. Um, I don't, they're, yeah, right. They're, e- either way. They're talking about Nick Bryan, a youngster. Either way, if they're not winning games, Essendon, off the back of not getting much mid-ball he use. He needs 40 possessions to get three Well, votes. he needs three votes, too. Yeah. Everyone needs the three votes. And if he's not winning games, they're not getting three votes to him. So... It hurts him a fair bit for at least the next month, doesn't it? Agreed. Possibly longer. I think so. so. That's something you can look at. Ten he's going to be he's out for ten mm. weeks. Yeah, right. That's that's huge for merit for me. But anyway, uh, he's a freak player, so you definitely he's not one you'd rule out. Uh, mate, everything else there's pretty not five too many more. Five, probably the big. Oh one. well, five. Yeah. five. I mean, that, yeah. he, he can still make it back though. Fuji. It's, it's only, only one, one week, week off. that he's out. But, and, geez, and you, you want him out there? He's my mm. tip, so I want him back ASAP. <laughs> um, but it worries me, haircut. mate. Like, he's playing forward a lot, though. Yeah, no, but remember, if you look back on the pod, mate, I, I labelled why I didn't mind him playing forward. So, But what annoys me is I did say he was the you know, fittest I've seen him in a long time pre-season, a bit like Dusty, and I just thought this could be his year. So just devastating to see him already miss a week. But anyway, yeah. is what it is. Perfect, mate. No worries. Righto, boys. Time to get into the votes. Uh, first game of the round, Collingwood versus Carlton. So I'm going to kick us off. Um, found this one pretty tough, boys, to be honest. A lot of huge contributors uh, across the board. But uh, it was a toss-up for me between Jack Crisp, I'll be honest, him and Taylor Adams. But I leant towards Taylor Adams. And it was mostly because of a couple of things he did in the last quarter, which I thought might have left a uh, lasting impression in the umpire's mind. I think he ran down. Ran down a Carlton player running into goal that could have got him back into it. Um, great tackle. And so, yeah, he got the lean too. Jack Crisp had a huge second half though. So, But Taylor Adams, three votes for me, boys. Three for me too, buds. That's all that needs to be said. Three I thought votes. he was best on ground. Three votes, Taylor Adams. Boom. Right. So, uh, unanimous. Didn't, Lock it in, boys. Didn't, didn't even find it as tough by the sounds, boys. No, no, oh, it was no, tough. It was, it was tough. tough. So, Crisp, I know Crisp we've got it unanimous, clear. but I reckon we'll be paying a fair bit Brownlow night for the three votes. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A couple There's, of bucks. She was a spread spread field. Um, anyway, so needless to say, Jack Crisp got my two votes. Yeah, I actually gave it to uh, Darcy Moore in that back line. Mate, he's mm. had an unreal first two games of the season. I thought he was unreal. Mm. Um. Mackay and him just went at it all day. I just thought he did everything he did, like like last week with a few games. I just remembered. I just remember seeing Darcy Moore tearing it up. Yep. So yeah, he, I reckon his battle with Mackay is like if you had. 
Gorn versus Grundy and they both had 30 hit-outs. It's a draw, mate. You don't get any votes. Um, Chris, <laughs> Tough, Chris gets it? a two there for me as well, Bards. Um, 788 metres gained. He, he led the pack uh, and led disposals as well, I think, for the game with 36. So yeah, he did, mate. He was so good. He had six more possessions than anyone else on the ground. So mm. it was hard not to give him the, the three, but like I said, I just thought Taylor Adams was a bit more influential at times. Um, one vote, uh, I, I did just lean towards uh, Darcy Moore. Now, to be honest, he only just scraped in for one vote for me. His third quarter was outstanding, but I'm a little bit with Ty. Um, his, his one-on-ones that he won are memorable. So that's the thing. When you get caught one-on-one and you and you annihilate your opponent a couple of times in a row, all of a sudden you, you're remembered. But you can't forget, too, that his opposition kicked four goals on him. So... He wasn't spectacular, spectacular all night, and he did fade. But he got the one, and it was just on top of Pendles for me. If I was a fence sitter like you, Nev, I'd probably have half each, so I'm interested to hear what you've got to say. Flat on the fence, mate. Fucking <laughs> 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 splinter. Mate, um, I actually <laughs> I f- I found room for Jack Crisp. Thought he was bloody good. And uh, old man Pendles, mate, couldn't go past him. He was bloody good again. Turn back the clock, um, 30 disposals. Five, even five tackles in there for the for the old boy. So yeah. Half a vote each, mate. Half a vote each, mate. Uh, I've gone with uh, Sam Walsh here for my oh, one. Oh, geez, he was good um, too, wasn't And he? it was just like, when I was watching it live, I was like, man, that bloke is everywhere. I was like McRae the other weekend, magically teleporting everywhere. Walsh was teleporting everywhere. <laughs> um, he was in everything, touching everything, touching everyone. He was 29 wow. touches, that bloke. Barely touched um, his foot, though. A lot of handballs, yeah. He had a lot of handballs. Um, <laughs> but he was one. very effective and very, very visible. So, um, yeah, I've gone with that bloke, Walshy. Yeah, I can see that. That's all right. Next game, Cats-Lions. Bloody good game. good game of footy. Let's not delve into what it was about because I can't stand what happened. But uh, my three votes went to Joel Selwood, actually. Mate, old man River, turn back the clock, a bit like Pendles did. Um, I thought he was bloody good, mate. He had, what do you have, 27 disposals, four tackles. He even kicked two goals. I don't know how he gets that far forward. It takes him an age to get up there, but he did it, and I thought he was bloody good. So, yeah, three votes for Joel Selwood. Yeah, mate. Selwood all the way. Led contested possessions. Um, He is an animal and a great leader. Yeah, I actually definitely think he was best on there, boys. So that's a unanimous one for us. Uh, I will add this, though. I know Zork's... No excuse for it. He's captain of his club. He should know better. Pushing him again in the head, chest, whatever, after he made that tackle. But Dropsy came out, didn't oh. That was a dropping of the knees, if I've ever seen it. He's back to his best. But thankfully for him, he was also back to his best for the rest of the game. So, got the three. Um, two votes went to Zach Tui. I know Ty, as a Cats fan, hates this bloke, but I thought he was bloody good, mate. 27 disposals, also kicked two goals. He got quite a few goals from their midfielders. It's probably got him over the line in the end. Um, mate, had five marks, a couple of tackles. Yeah, just thought he was th- thereabouts all day, and you can't miss him. Yeah, my two's gone to Thomas. 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 Not Thomas. <laughs> got a list. Yeah, I was going to say Thomas Hawk. <laughs> but it's Thomas Hawkins. Um, mate, he's really, really good. Um. Yeah, 17 disposals to go with his three goals for. Um, he had the most score involvements, most goal assists with three. He's back to it. Last year, finished with most goals and most goal assists for the year. Um, and he's straight back into it with three goals and three goal assists. So, um, And his ruck work inside 50, I thought it was unreal. Like He just, I don't know, he just pushes guys out of the way, doesn't give away free. He's a strong and, human, um, isn't he? Yeah, he uses his body really well. 
Righto. So he kicks four behinds and you can find two votes for the bloke. Yeah, mate. Three goals for and three goal assists. Twelve score involvements. <laughs> you three goal assists like it's massive. Anyway, you're <laughs> off your head. That's huge. Um, can't have him. But you're probably not going to like what I've got either. But oh, I thought Ray Stanley had a blinder. Um, I was a toss-up between Tui and Stanley. Now, granted, he found it pretty easy with Big O battling out there on half a leg. And so, uh, look, Umps might not lean his way because they might just see how could he not play well. He, uh, he, was, in the works. he was against half a man out there. But Ray Stanley was huge, boys. Um, to go with his hit-outs, he, 24 hit-outs, by the way. Led the way there. He also had 22 disposals. That's pretty big for a Ruckman. So I thought he was, yeah, he had a great game, mate. So, um, As for the one vote, split this one. Found room for Thomas Hawkins, right? <laughs> um, got a point five, mate. But also um, gave, I also gave bloody half a vote to someone from the Lions, mate. And uh, you're not going to like it, but it's Eric Hipwood. Oh. Mate, he kicked four goals three, and he was everywhere, mate. Well um, he only had 12 disposals, but he took four marks, kicked four goals three. Without him, mate, lines don't get close. So, mate, and everything he did, I just thought was bloody, bloody good. He's a good mark, eh? Uh, yeah, mate. Um, don't agree. Of uh, course hip, you don't. Hipwood sucks. You hate the guy. I've gone with a lion, um, and it. I really struggled to get him in because of what he did to us last year, that dirty dog, and didn't get a vote all year. It's um, Zorko. Uh, I did see him having words to the umpire at one stage. I was like, oh, nah, fuck yeah, I'll put you in anyway. Um, <laughs> six six clearances, 612 metres, three goal assists again, which is big three goal assists, just like Hawkins did. Um, yeah, I thought he was he was the best line that was there. He only had two handballs too, 20 kicks. Yeah, a lot of kicks. Um, mm. He did move it around pretty well. Fair enough, mate. He's still way too abusive of umpires for me. <laughs> I agree with you. He just has too much chat in him. Give away that free at the end. Um, so a scoreline eighty-one to eighty, I will always have to give at least the one vote to the best player of the opposition team, the losing team. And uh, on with you, Nev. I gave it to Eric Hipwood. Um, Thanks, mate. At the end of the day, he was the clear best player for the Lions across the four quarters. So, granted, I actually think a couple of his kicks had to come from freeze, not him being brilliant, but. It's due to his presence that he draws free kicks. So he's hard to handle, um, despite his lean-looking frame. Did you submit to him giving presents to the umpires to get free kicks? <laughs> what? Is that what you said about presents? Ty's going to have beer from here on in instead of scotch. Yeah, <laughs> he can't handle scotch. <laughs> <laughs> Next game. Uh, Swans, Crows. Um, wowee. Uh, what a game. Uh, we saw these two teams upset a couple of really, really good teams last week. Um, and they had a good crack today. Or not today, but that day. <laughs> Tex, Tex had three, three for me. Um, oh, God. With six goals, three. Again, he's kicked a bag two weeks in a row to open the season. Um, it's a big bag, too. Yeah, six, three. He had nine scoring opportunities, the big Texan. Um, and holy shit, he is going well. 15 disposals, but who gives a shit? He kicked six, three. Corona ball, that's seven, three bards. Um, <laughs> Come on, that was last and, year. And he got three holding the balls. He was... Pressure inside 50. Three holding the balls was that the first um, inside 50. Two in the first, I think, and one later on. Yeah, but okay. three holding the balls for the game Yep, inside 50. Yeah, so Swans won by 33 points there, I think. Um, mm. But funny enough, Ty, best on ground's best on ground, mate. And the Texan was. So he got my three votes as well. Don't need to add you. He walked it in, mate. Three votes, Texan Walker. <laughs> what a start for the big dog. 
Um, Unanimous boys, jot that one down. Yeah, he will be paying about dollar and one for that. I reckon he was that good. I'll take them we'll, yeah, it's still um, the we'll losing, it still we'll the losing side. Might offer a little more. Yeah, uh, my two votes uh, has gone to a rook uh, who I thought was unreal off half back. Um, Campbell, Braden, Braden Campbell. That's him. Um, Twenty-five disposals, seven hundred and eight meters. Swans are just looking for him off half back, non-stop. As soon as he comes flying and calling, they just say, all right, Braden, here you go, mate. Off you go. Because they love his boot and his kick is pretty good. I love how good. you know exactly what they say to each other out there. <laughs> yeah. Mate, can you, <laughs> week li- in, week can you lip sync or what? <laughs> lip sync. It's called you lip do. reading, idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. No, nah, don't worry about what I'm saying, boys, but just listen to the two votes to Braden Campbell on Brownlow night. Fair enough. I gave it to the old boy, uh, like a good red wine he is, Josh Kennedy. Uh, he just did it all. Had the figures across the park there. Five tackles. Still got 27 uh, disposals there, boys. Only three under Laird who led the way. So, um, And they won the game, obviously. So, yeah, I thought Joey Kennedy had a great game. Mate, Braden Campbell couldn't go past him. I know we say rookie's hard to vote, but, mate, he was far and away one of the best on the ground, so I had to go with him. Um, 80% efficiency too, and that guy's foot, he's, it's elite mm. the way he delivers the ball. Uh, one vote in this game given to Goulden. Um, I think he got one or two last week for me. And, um, mate, he is a big, big part of their team in his second game of AFL football. Um, he's playing a real big role in them being 2-0 and at the start of the season. So, yep. one to Goulden. Uh, I went one to Braden Campbell as well, boys. And, and to be 100% honest, he only went the one instead of the two with Josh Kendi. Due to the name, I know Josh Kennedy polls votes. It's a big thing for me, as we know. So, Braden Campbell had to get relegated to one there. I um I managed to find room for two blokes for me one point. Of course you did, Splinter. <laughs> Gildan and JPK, mate. So, we've all got the same four blokes yeah, right, eh? in and all around. So, we watched the same game. So, yeah, Gildan and JPK, half a point each. <laughs> Very good. Righto. Um, uh, me. Essendon, you, Essendon Port, boys, I believe. It so. Is. Oh, I thought this was a standout performance from the young fella. They they promised midfield minutes for him this year. He got midfield minutes and he absolutely racked up. Um, he didn't he didn't get leading disposals on the ground. Funny enough, Ollie Wines did, but Zach Butters thirty six disposals. Uh, he made six tackles as well, so he got he got in under, did the hard work, and he also polished his game with a goal. So he was my three votes. Three votes for Butters. Yeah, Easy. three votes for Marge as well. Hey, slippery fella. <laughs> Righto, uh, two votes, boys. Look, it was purely on disposal count for me. There was a few that were in and around this area, but I just not gave the nod to the disposals as well as the tackles, as I always do, and that was Ollie Wine. So, <clears throat> blow oh, out. Um, yeah, he obviously led the way, as I said, with uh, an extra two disposals to Butters, so he got my two votes. Ollie Wine's two votes, mate. Yeah, I got Wands as well. 22 in the second half, mate. Um, yeah, that's, huge. that's the other thing. Most of them were second half, which was really noticeable, big, big wasn't numbers, it? Big numbers, yeah. And the one vote, boys, this is probably the one I found found the toughest. Uh, and I lent, normally it'd lead towards the bloke that you know better, but I went to Georgiatis over Charlie Dixon, and it was purely because of the marks. He just seemed a better target on the day, I guess. Obviously, uh, Dixon cops that number one defender a bit more. Uh, but it let George Artis do what he wants to do best, and that's leap, fly at the ball. And he took eight marks as opposed to three against Dixon, and they both kicked four each. So, but very tough. You could have split that one if you're a splinter over here. What did you do, Nev? Um, I actually wanted to find room for an Essendon 
player, Jordan Ridley, I think. He, I didn't get my one. Was the school line close enough for a no, one? No, no, that's why okay. I haven't gone him. But, like, just just an honourable mention, 32 disposals from the halfback line, and he, and he went at 91% efficiency. That guy's a fucking jet for a lot, A lot of kick-ins for Ridley, though. You've got to yeah. remember, stats don't only rule nine. the world there, Only nine kick-ins. Oh, okay. Only Shit, nine. I thought you had more than that. No, so. only nine kick-ins. Because um, you did your homework. I did, mate. I always do. Um, <laughs> Dixon got the one. Like I went the other yep. way with you. Mainly the name. Fair enough. That's why. Yeah, my one has gone to another different bloke, and it's um, Dan Houston. Uh, Houston. As, as uh, Splinter calls him, Houston. Uh, 25 disposals. He had 21 of them kicks at 93% efficiency. Um, he kicked one goal, and this seems to be my stat of the week, three goal assists. If you get three goal assists, you're getting votes for me. Jeez, um, it's just become a new criteria, mate. It, it seems so. Like, I, I just thought of it now. I looked at it, and I was like, three goal assists again. That's three in a row. Um, three games in a row, so there you go. See if you can make it four games in Houston, a row. Houston, we have a vote. Next <laughs> next game, Dev. Next game, what do we got? Saints first D's next. Um, I think this was a bit of a bit of a tussle for a while there until the Saints, sorry, the D sort of kicked away. Um, I actually went with uh, the ginger ninja Clayton Oliver, mate. I think he was by far and away the best on field. 37 disposals, made six tackles, took five marks. And uh, something else I kind of like, his disposal efficiency was 76%. That's not elite, but it's a lot better than like the 40 and 50% I've seen him do a lot he last is year. He's a beast, mate. So, mate, um, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a cheeky lay on him for the Brownlow early while there's still a bit of value there. Mm. Are you trying, you're trying to back my roughy in over there now? Oh, mate, we're all we're here as a team, mate. We're not against each other all what, the time. What God. was he there's paying? There's an M and an E in team, What mate. was he paying? 41? <laughs> 40, 41. Uh, but yeah, I think I got him at 46. That's absolute bullshit. Um, he is much better than that, and the betting agency... He probably is now. <laughs> um, yeah, so I had um, Clayton Oliver as well for my uh, three votes. 21 contested possessions. Um, they were having a fit about Jed Anderson getting 17 contested possessions. This bloke's gone four up on that. So, um, yeah, he's unreal at the moment. And he's started off with two threes for me in two weeks. So, perfect start for Clayton. Yeah, wow. He hasn't he hasn't quite done that for me, but very close to it. But he also got my three votes, boys. Yeah, he is just a contested beast. He loves the hardball. He's noticeable. And he still makes the tackles like... Just full of grunt. Oh, I, lo- oh, I love him, mate. I love, I love watching him play. He's very fast, becoming one of my favourite players. He's probably in my top three right now. Love yep. watching him play footy. Um, also, he's in at 21s at the moment, boys. Yeah, right. So Market yeah. mover. 21s are still bloody good value, I reckon. He's we hard we hard offered him three weeks ago. Yep. No, um, early, early days, but you know. Two votes. The Ferrari. He's, he's managed to roll it out of the garage again for me. 30 disposals. 22 of those were kicks. Nine marks as well to go with five tackles. Um, he only he kicked three points and no goals. So that's probably a little bit of a red flag against him. But he had three frees. Um, oh, he had three frees against. So it might go against him too. But I just think he was good enough to be, yeah. Mate, are you doing your best. research now? Or? <laughs> no, I was just, I thought <laughs> it said free. I wrote down frees four, but ah, right. it's frees against. It's an mm. error from me. Um, yeah, my two went to Jack Steele. Uh, I thought first half he looked best on ground, and and if they had have won the game, um, I would have probably had him up there over Oliver. But um, yeah, I thought he this is the best game he's played this year out of the two that he's played. <laughs> they managed to put um, the clamps on him a bit in that yeah, second half. I, I thought he was very, very, very good in the first half, and he was leading the team from the front when they were actually right in in front of the game. Um, yeah, three goals, one. He's added that goal kicking to his. Um, bow, stringing his bow and he's um, 
He looks good mm. this year, so don't write him off. Yeah, I made on with you. Uh, he got my two votes, Jack Steele. It was one of those games, it was a tight enough game for the majority of the way that it, the two vote can go to either side there for me. So he jumped in just due to the three goals, the mid-goal three goals with his 25. That's that's always huge. That's pretty much, it's almost a guarantee to be a two or a three vote. If you're getting over 25 disposals and you're kicking three goals, shit you not, boys. That's writings on the wall. That's there. a two you're not in the three, yep. the umps are refereeing Blind. the Lions game. Or your Dane Zorko. <laughs> yeah, well, you're Dane Zorko. Jack Steele, one vote. Couldn't leave Toby him out Green. there, boys. Jack Steele with the one. Yeah, I had Petraka there with my one. Said it all. Yeah, and Petraka got my one. So he's still thereabouts, having a sniff. Same three, boys. All Next right. game, Ty. What do you got? Suns um, versus North. Suns versus North. Uh, I had uh, Noah Anderson there with my three. Um, big, big game from him. Um, he's, you know, last year he had to step up with Rail out for most of the season and. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure what to expect from him this year, but he looked bloody good in this game, and he just wanted to get the footy. Led disposals, led uh, clearances, 10 score involvements and 13 contested possessions. He was beast mode for the Gold Coast. Yeah, so I found two of them that just had a much and muchness game for me, and I don't know why. Like I watched the whole game start to finish, but I found this guy in my mind more prominently, and that was his mate, Took Miller. That guy... He goes to a better level every year. He took the votes off Anderson for you, didn't he? Oh, no, he took him, mate. To, to oh, me, <laughs> to me, he's um, I don't know. He seems a natural born leader at the Suns team there. Um, even though he's not captain as such, he just he looks to me like he's their leader on ground. I, I loved watching him play, and I, I just thought he just pipped Anderson. But shit, mate, honestly, it could have gone either way there. Yeah, I went Anderson as well. Three votes, mate. He was bloody good. Didn't make a tackle, though. A little bit of a red flag there. But when you got your mates Ellis and Took Miller in there, bloody getting those tackles, I suppose he doesn't need to. So, yeah, Anderson for the three. Yeah, I went Anderson as well there for the two. Um, Jed, that is, uh, with 27 disposals, 17 contested, 14 tackles, mate. That's, yeah, that's big. I think that's a year high. I don't think I've seen that's, 14 tackles you yet this year. You make fucking plenty of tackles when you're not touching the ball, mate. That mate, is true. So, Disposal efficiency of 67% is rubbish. It doesn't matter, mate. 14 tackles, 34 pressure acts, and a shit haircut. That is two votes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, right, eh? I couldn't have him in the two. Mate, I'll be honest. I can't have a team that loses by 60 points get a two vote. It's just, oh, it's pretty it much, points? it's an unwritten law on my own that says <laughs> a pantsing like that, I can't have an opposition team like getting two votes. It but was, he, he had a cracking game. It was 59 points. But uh, obviously my two votes, by the way, went to Noah Anderson. Yeah. Okay. My um, two votes, Took took my two. Took Good. Miller. Yeah. Good in there you. as well. Yeah. Took, took, took my, took, took, took my. One. One. Yep. And, Jed, I'll be honest, it's that big a hiding that a bloke nearly snuck above Jed for me, but I don't do Nev, I don't sit on fences. So Jed Anderson did get my one vote, but a really honourable mention, which I know, Ty, doesn't count for shit, but Jack Lukosius, very <laughs> oh, close. Jeez, how good he had is a that good bloke game. looking, eh? He is silky, mm. so he just needs to get the ball a few more times. Yeah, he he's good. He's not in my votes, unfortunately. Um <laughs> Not lacocious, that is. Um, Jed Anderson got it in there, but split it with Brendan Ellis. So, Brendan Ellis had 33 disposals, um, went at 67% efficiency, and just in racked a, up a, ball all over the ground. You still found a fence to sit on that game. Yeah, mate. Holy yeah, well, I think Jed Anderson, 14 tackles. You always say tackles, no, mate, has got to get you. He got my one vote. 14 mate. of the bloody things. and no, I but, but I thought Brendan Ellis was bloody good enough. So, yeah, split my vote. 
Fair enough. Righto. Who's up? Oh, me. it must be me. Not you. Righto. Richmond Hawthorne, fellas. Um, Jeez, oh, do I need to say much more than the bloke's nickname? Nope. nope. Uh, it, it wasn't as prolific as what media's probably made it out to be compared to his round one game, in my opinion. But it was still better than the rest of his team. And when you win the game by 30 points, it just leans his way all the time. And it's a huge thing in his favour. The fact that everything he does is amazing and everything the rest of his team does is still good, but none of them are near enough prolific. Boring. Yeah, in stats to actually outdo him. So it's a nickname you're looking for, Fat Neck? <laughs> not this year. Not this year. Mate, he's, he's trim. Um, and the, the, fact, the fact is, if his team wins the game... And he's playing well. He's nearly always getting three votes, boys. And obviously, I'm talking about Dustin Martin. So, yeah. Dusty, three. Perfect six so far. Set it all, mate. Another three for me. Yep. I've got him. Dustin Martin. Figured I'd be going going straight to the two vote. So, the second vote for the bloke that got close to him. He's actually on the losing team, but I I couldn't go past him. And that's Blake Hardwick, Um, amazingly enough. Just... Just a big game. He took 15 marks across half-back, and that, that's huge to me. Um, oh, there's other blokes out there that did all right, but 30, 31 disposals to go with 15 marks for half-back. Thanks for coming. Uh, like I said, Richmond drop off pretty quick if Dusty's running the show. So he got my two votes. Yeah, mate. Tom Mitchell got my two votes. 37 disposals. Tried hard all day. Seven marks. Just always in and about and leads from example for... For Hawthorne, and we know he gets votes, even though he's not flashy like some of the other blokes. But we know he still gets votes. So yeah, two votes for Tommy Mitchell. Holy shit, Blake Hardwick, mate. Uh, I've got the pig. Yeah, pig Mitchell. Tommy? Tom Tom Mitchell. Yeah, mate. Um, he's using his hands a lot lately. I think I don't know if it's more than what he used to, but um, he's yeah. always used his hands. <laughs> yeah, as as much as this though. Like yeah. the last he's couple of weeks, happy. he's been like. Fucking 70, 30 on the hands. Um, but anyway, yeah, I thought he was good enough. And uh, and he sort of kept kept his team in the game there using his hard head in the contest. Yeah, so due to, due to Richmond's balance and being pretty poor, or not not poor, but... Uh, it's hard to put a lot of yeah, them up there, Yeah, well, that's it? right. Um, and, and Kane Lambert went close to me, but for the one vote, I obviously went with Tom Mitchell, just purely based on disposals alone. You can't give a bloke 37 disposals and not have him tally a vote. I'm telling you now, Hardwick was better than him. But um, the, other thing, the other thing with Tom Mitchell was last quarter was only seven disposals out of that 37. And um, six of them were handballs. So despite his figures, he wasn't that noticeable, boys, in that last quarter. And so I just, you know, yeah, just dropped him down below Hardwick. Righto. Um, I went with Hardwick here, but he shared the vote with uh, Trent Cochin from... From the Tigers, mate. I thought Trent was really good coming back after having the runs last week. Um, had a bit more run on the field this week, and yeah, he was he was good. The did old he have fella. the splats? Oh, last week. I think he was. He was called illness. So he to wasn't me, still stuck in that bathroom. On, yeah, on that yeah. ad. <laughs> dead set though. Like, mate, when someone says illness, they got the splats. So yeah, um, yeah. Split the vote, Cochin, and obviously you said it all about Hardwick, mate. He was bloody everywhere. So yeah. down back that is, but. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it. I didn't have Hardwick. Um, I had Cochin. Um, he's one bloke when you're watching the screen, he was everywhere and he he just popped up. 
I hate watching so him play fast, because isn't he? for a bloke that looks fast, like he, he just, should be slow, just yeah. a clever. He just reads. He the looks play so slow well to me, to but he just yeah he he reads the play well and gets where the footy it, is. It's and, that acceleration. And somehow cochin has got the footy and he's walking out of a pack with it. And you're like, fuck. It's sake. like Pendles, mate. How's they, he get that? They have time. Uh, he looks. He does remind me a bit of Pendles the way that, that he moves, because um, it, it's not um, super quick or anything. I don't think. When I watch him, anyway, I don't know if you watch him, Bards, on no, fast it's forward. No, his acceleration's um, good, I reckon, for yeah, 10 metres. Yeah, he probably bop, pops out of the pack pretty quick, yeah. But he just had a lot of the footy, I thought, and um, and he had the most metres gain, actually, for the game, BT Dub. Very good, Lee. Right Next on. game, Nev. Um, Dogs-Eagles, what Great a bloody game. game this was. We'll rip through um, these last couple. Yeah, I couldn't really go past this bloke, the Bont, mate. Bloody superstar. Is that two weeks in a row he's got votes now, I think? Um, phenomenal game, mate, from the Bont and Pelly. I just, yeah... Superlatives cannot describe how good he was. Oh, that's a big word there from Neville. Uh, I had superstar Bont as well. 30 disposals, three goals. Unreal. Um, that's the best game I've seen him play for a long, long time. Oh, I agree, Ty. I think it's the best four quarters I've actually ever seen him put together personally. So, yeah, ever. He, yep, ever. Best on ground for me. Admittedly, first half was handed to him on a plate because they didn't really give him much attention, even when they should have early. But uh, he was brilliant. McRae for two boys. Uh, 41 disposals. How many? 41. <laughs> fucking hell. That's a lot of fucking disposals. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is. Um, didn't tackle. Um, only took three marks. But, mate, if he didn't have the ball, not many other blokes did. So, yeah, two for Jack McRae. Yeah, I reckon if he's... He's my two as well, Nev. And if he's made a few tackles, he probably gets up to that number one spot. But, uh, no, two votes for McRae. Yeah, 100%, mate. It's a big thing at the bar, those tackles. And uh, he only got the two for me as well due to the same reasons. You've got to be handing that ball back to the ump at some stage. Righto. One vote split between two blokes here. Um, I had to find room for a West Coast player. Um, so Nick Nat's in there. Mate, I thought he was bloody good, eh? Um, made Steph Martin look bloody second rate, to be honest. He, he gets the ball after he gets up. He's like another midfielder. It was bloody good. But also had to throw Dunk in there, mate. Um, he came through with the bar for the bar's best bet. Got yes. a goal. So, bloody, mate. Yes, he just, did. just on that, he, he was in my in my votes. Yep. No vote for Caleb Daniel. Nah, mate. Don't give the helmet a vote when he bloody goes disappearing in the last half. No, yeah, he had a shit game, actually. Um, Nick Nat got my one. Um you said it. He was unreal. 40 hitouts and 11 clearances. He led the game in clearances. Yeah, he got my one vote as well, boys. For me, after half time there, if it wasn't for Nick Nat, uh, Western Bulldogs were every chance at running over the top of him, to be honest, and running yeah, away with so it. Too, and he, he just flipped it on its head with that first use of the pill. So um, I've even got written here in my notes here, Nev. If I was a fence sitter like Nev, uh, I would have split dunks and Nick Nat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what yes. you've done. So, Dunkley, very unlucky. You know me but, well, uh, mate. Nick Nat's got unlucky it. Unlucky doesn't count for shit, bud. <laughs> <laughs> nah, fence palings aren't comfortable, mate. Last game, Carbo. Um, Frio Giants, mate. This game, I loved. Just only because of a fantasy factor. But anyway, three votes I've given here to Moped Monday. Um, I thought he was unreal. Winding back the clock big time. Um, this bloke's 35 years old. He had 35 disposals. He's the only bloke to ever do that. 35 disposals when he's 35 years old. Um, also, <laughs> if you add the two teams behind, so yeah, 21 behinds uh, for Frio and 14 for the other team, or we don't name, 
Um, that's 35. So that's 35 behinds scored in his um, in this game when he is 35 years old and he's got 35 disposals. So 35 uh, <laughs> Moped Monday, three votes. Please oh, take, please take oh, over. I've not heard much more shit in all my life than what I just sat through. That's 10 seconds of my life. I'll never get back. And I've got Brayshaw with three votes. <laughs> I feel like Cam Mooney going through the fucking numbers there. But anyway. Buds, went Brayshaw too, mate. Um, 32 disposals. Kicked two goals to go along with that. Moped didn't hit the scoreboard. Um, yep, and that's exactly. mainly why I went Brayshaw because they were quite similar otherwise. Six tackles for Brayshaw. Yeah, just thought he just edged old Moped. Mm. Yeah, not bad, not bad. I'm going to say, can I just add that Moped led disposals, contested possessions, score involvements, and clearances. But anyway, let's go with Brayshaw with two votes. Uh, unreal, mate. And he's won me fantasy game, so. Yep, by the Champ. skin of your. And obviously, Brayshaw Last beat clearance. Moped on the goals and also in the tackle count and the marks. But, um, so. <laughs> and pressure acts. But uh, look, mate, it was a toss-up. So Moped got my two. David Mundy got my two as well. Uh, And I've gone with, uh, let's share the love with uh, Adam Chera. Um, I thought he had a really good game, uh, this bloke. 28 disposals. um, He had everything. 10 score involvements, a couple of goal assists, um, and five centre clearances. Um, So he was dominating in the midfield. So we'll disagree on that one. Uh, <laughs> I, no, no. Look, Chera wasn't bad, mate. That's not really a payout there. But it's just a difference of opinion there. I thought Lockie Schultz was just... Uh, his presence was awesome. Um, unreal game from a young fella. 20 disposals and he kicked three goals. Two. Could have been more, but he still had those five shots, which means he was pretty noticeable to the umps. And he laid six tackles. So that's a forward pressure that Freo have been after. So he's... Yeah, mate. He's in the umpire's eye. Yep. Yeah, mate. One. I actually, um, I could have split between those two, but I actually decided not to. Oh, Christ. Thank um, God. I went with Lockie Schultz, mate. I just remember good. him everywhere. Yeah, he was Everywhere, good, mate. all game. Well, commenting on his shit haircut, how they all look the same. Mate, he kicked three goals. He's just, yeah, bloody good enough to get my one vote outright. Very good, boys. Right, it's time to get into some Coleman chat, fellas. Righto, boys. So, Coleman, medal time. Um, it's it's a tight race, obviously, at the moment. But I'll tell you what, the bloke that's leading, I don't think anybody here at the bar would have expected. And that's obviously Tex Taylor Walker winding back the clock, boys. So, he's kicked 11-5 for the season. And he's actually currently leading by three goals over the nearest, which is Jack Rewalt on eight. Arazio and Charlie Dixon share uh, third place there on six. And, oh, sorry, Josh Kennedy as well. Mackay, Heaney, King, but, um, Allen, all on six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, mate, <laughs> let's just talk top top three for now. Um, well, actually, I'll tell you what. I'll give you some names down the bottom. I, know, I want to know what you think about them. So, I know I personally... Oh, we all did. I think the whole bars tipped Joe Danaher this year to win it. Did we not? Yeah. We did, yeah. Yep. Yep. I'll just stick by that still. All right. So, and, and I'm not saying we're ruling him out, but season's... I'm well, worried. it's really underway. I'm worried. Three goals he's kicked. 11's the current lead. To be honest, six is probably middle of the road. Five, six goals, middle of the road. So He's only kicked three goals. He's kicked three for the mm. year. So, now, here's the thing I want to talk about is five, six, middle of the road. So, you can't say it's, you know, too late. There's plenty of time left. And you can, he can kick five to six, seven even in a game if he's on. My worry is, I don't know yet. Nev, you had the news earlier. How long's Big O out for at the moment? Don't know. 
Okay, good that's on you. That's good news. No, be, they've just, they've just, know it all they've just dropped him. He was he was a possibility yeah, to start. Yeah, that's what I thought. So he's not um, bad. Mate, he, he won't touch the ruck because they brought him Ballandine or Ballandin. So he's going to be in pinch hitting the ruck with Fullerton because Fullerton's still on the team. So, Fullerton was given big over the chop out the first two games. So Fullerton will be number one ruck. Ballandin will come in as that secondary right to help. I don't so think Denner a big A big there. watch, let's say Big O doesn't get up in the next two games... It's a big watch early for me on the Lions. Definitely. If they don't play another Ruckman with Fullerton. Uh, because, honestly, the weekend gone, Danaher looked brilliant. He was an unbelievable focal point for us. Excellent presence. Took great marks. Even Just over two blokes occasionally. He? But, he, but he had to be either up the ground to do it, or um, he lost at least probably a quarter out of the four-quarter game, obviously due to chopping out for certain periods of time because Big Oscar had to have a spell there with that, that hobbly leg. So I just think the next two weeks are a big watch for Joe. If he if he has to chop out because the Lions don't play a second ruck, that spells danger signs there. Um, top of the leaderboard, as I said, big text. Do we think he can keep going, boys? Or is he going to meet tough enough opposition that he can't get those goals? The first couple of games he's played have been absolutely unreal and he looks better Slim than I've ever fit. seen him play. The style uh, of game suits him. And he's suits confident. Too. Does, he's confident it? as well. Um, yeah, so they're getting that, that good lead. He's a lead-up target, and he's um, able to get that from this new um, stand rule. Um, he's able to get in into space and, and provide a really good lead and take a good mark. So. And, the, and the Crows are moving the footy quick enough again yeah. rather than waiting and trying he, to possess it first, which is when teams can flood back. And, they and are moving the ball fast yeah. when they've got it, so he's able to have space. Um, so he? he's paying seven bucks. Okay, at so the moment, that's big. Tax. You've got the yeah. market, Ty. That's big, Who's mate. where are we at, mate? Let's say the top six in the market. So Hawkins is still number one. Right. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know how. How many goals does he kick? Six, isn't six it? Six goals. Oh, so he's still average. He's halfway there. Um, Dixon's there with six. Uh, six bucks. Hawkins five. Sorry. Tom Lynch seven. Mm. Kennedy and Tex all seven bucks. Um, Jack Rewald, who's second on the list there at the moment, is ten dollars, and then Danaher's at twelve. So Tom Lynch has only kicked three um, goals so far. Yes, he looks good, but he just I don't know. Yeah, so look, the three Rewald's getting the goals. So the three main <laughs> the strugglers, boys, I'd have to say, is Tom Lynch on three, Joe Danaher on three. Yep. Um, you know they're they're probably this, and and maybe, jeez, oh, you're probably stretching. No, I won't go that deep. I'll just say that they're they're the two biggest strugglers. Because the thing is, Lance Franklin is equivalent to them, and he's played one game. So I want to know where's Buddy sit at the moment in the in the in in the market. He's type. paying fifteen bucks. Yeah, uh, I don't think he plays enough he's games. Out of it. To, yep. I don't know. No, no. So I just want your opinion, yeah. boys. Does he? He's not. He looked good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I just mm. don't you know. I just don't think can't he plays. Uh, mate, if he plays the next five games and tears it up, then I might mm. go. Oh shit, he's going alright. It, it depends but, if he can stay fit. Um, in in this first game, everyone was looking for him every single time. They yeah. were on in top just of wanted to have him back. Him. It's yeah. like when you're playing AFL on the PlayStation or something and you're trying to kick it to your own player. That's what it looked like. Buddy was playing with himself <laughs> yeah. there. He was trying to kick it. like, oh, having a set shot directly in front. Let's kick it around the corner to Buddy. Yeah. It was like Jeremy Cameron in the uh, trying to win the Coleman medal there. Yeah, a couple exactly. Years ago, They're it? just aiming for him every time. I'll tell you what, it's going to help um, the Swans scoring though. It's going to mm-hmm. help them like Papley, Logan McDonald, etc. Middle yeah. of the ruck, boys. Who do you rate here? Hipwood, who we did say would be freed up by not getting the number one defender. But for me, he actually is still going to... He's going to rely on too many free kicks to get his goals, for my yep. own opinion. So I don't rate him going anywhere near it. Um, 
Tomahawk at five. He's on five at the moment. And you've got Mackay, Harry, uh, Harry Mackay from Carlton, who personally I think looks great. He and, looks Char- cool. and Charlie Dixon. They're both on six, so they're, they're only a few away. What are your thoughts on those those few in particular? Harry Mackay's the number one target, and he looks bloody. He looks massive, that bloke. Um, my worry is is that he is the only target in that forward line. Without Charlie Kernow, I just think he gets the best defender every week. If he kicks three or four goals, that's a great result for him. So I think Charlie with Todd Marshall, George Artis and all them, I think Charlie can, yeah, I don't know, he'll just keep finding goals. And they'll kick more goals. So I just think Charlie's probably a better bet. Are we talking about Charlie Cameron? No, 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 sorry, no, Charlie, Charlie Dixon. Dixon Charlie Dixon. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sinkport um, scored a lot more. Than what Carlton mm. will, so I think Charlie had more chance to kick more goals. Basically, I, yeah. I feel I want Charlie Dixon to, to get up and win a Carlton because I think he deserves it. I think he looks like a, a proper full forward. Um, uh, as for who's that other bloke, Harry, Harry McKay, um, I think McGovern should shouldn't be too far away from coming back. And he's rubbish though. No, but he, him inside that fifty there, that he sort of takes those contested marks. Um, we saw last year it was McGovern. Yeah, but if you um, underrate him, he's going to take advantage of him. Then he'll Kaz get a good Bolt. defender, True, won't he? Would that, um, would those, that help? those three were all McCoy working then. together. Uh, well, not working together, but they, they were all taking marks inside their 50 there yeah. so um, and taking it away from each other. So I don't know. If, so, if they continue to just look at, at Harry McCoy, um, he's a shot. But yeah, I think I, Dixon's I your better him. bet there, I reckon. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm a differing opinion to you, Nev. Like, I see where you're coming from there. But I also, I think, I think they can take advantage of what you said about Harry Mackay being the number one target for them. Is they do always look for him, and normally that's a hindrance because, he, as you said, he'll get the number one defender. But what I saw on the weekend was, in my opinion, he took on the number one defender so far this year for me in one-on-one contests, and that's Darcy Moore, and he managed to kick four on him. Yeah, yeah, so you're probably right. I yeah. think moving forward, I think he can kick a few bags, and personally. I he looks like, good right now. I love him above anybody. So, anyway, it's What's a few things to think about. But uh, um, thirteen bucks. Ooh, yeah, things to think about. But I suppose, from a bar's perspective, at this stage of the season, we're saying Tex Walker's still a chance. We're not writing him off. Oh, he's I leading, know. obviously, but we, we, chance, he's fit mate. enough, and they're moving the ball well enough. I, I, I think, I think Adelaide will still struggle against the better sides. I still don't think they're quite good enough. So. I'll relegate him a little, but I won't write him off either. Yep. So we're not writing Tex off. He's in the lead for a reason. He's there for for good reason. Jack Rewalt, if Tom Lynch keeps getting the number one defender and stays as quiet as he has been out of pure confidence, Jack will keep racking him. we still rate Jack Rewalt He's a huge He's won three Coleman's, hasn't he, I think? Um, we're off Hipwood out of... We just don't think he's classy enough. No. Fair don't to think, say. Don't think he gets enough. Yep. Um, we're off... We're probably off Tom Lynch at the moment because he's just not doing what he's done in the past. And, and, he's, a, and he's a flog. <laughs> flog and, of the and we're we're pretty square on uh, on Harry McCoy, I like McCoy. Charlie Dixon, yeah. and, we're, and and we're riding Lance Franklin off due to we can't oh, tru- we can't I, trust. I wouldn't him. write him off. I need more data. No, I'd like to see him play. I'm writing him off. Just okay. on text, he's got Suns, North, and Frio in the next three games. Um, and he's kicked 11 yeah. on Sydney, who have Dawson, and Geelong, Rampy, who and have Geelong. the best fucking defence in the comp. So, so I'd like to see what he ends up on after those next three games. If he's on 20 goals, um, I think he's a, a very, very good shot. He's playing seven at the moment, so if you want to get on value, I'd jump on him now. Well, he's still there. All right. Take what you want from that. That's a, it's a lot of data to take in, a lot of discussion, but... 
yeah, a few good points brought up. So have your own thoughts and have a play. So under the pump time, boys. Let's rip right into it. Uh, you got the timer there, Tybo. Yeah, mate. We're ready to rock and roll. As always, Nev, you've got the the majority. So hook us up. I've got one to offer the team as well tonight. You got a couple of questions there, Ty? Oh, virgin question giver. Oh, come on. I've done it before. It's not as regular as you. <laughs> not today, mate. Not all right, Nev, let's get it started. 30 Righto. seconds as always. Yep. And uh, all three of us have got to throw an answer away. Don't talk too much. Um, Mitch from the sunny coast. Will the Swans three... Of them, like at this stage, have the most rising stars this year in Goulden, Braden Campbell, Logan McDonald, etc. Nominations, yep. yep. Um, or can the D's with Rivers, Jordan, Luke Jackson, or North with Powell, Lazaro, or Phillips outstrip them? And which of the and which of these guys would you most like in your fantasy or AFL team? Holy do! So rising star, but leading did you, a little did bit. Did you tell the bloke we got thirty seconds? <laughs> All right. Go righto. Uh, so we started here. Um, Mate, uh, they're only going to get one nomination each for the year, so that answers your question. All six of them are going to get votes, um, so they will draw at the there. end of it. Hey, I thought you only said six people's names. Don't worry about it. No, they votes. won't. Swans will get the most uh, rising star noms. I can't see all those Melbourne players getting one, to be fair. And North Melbourne will probably get two out of the three get nommed. I'm exactly with you there. And um, who had one in my in my fantasy team? The Sydney boys. No, nah, shut up. Right, next we've didn't got... get to the fantasy. Sorry, mate. That's all right. Next, <laughs> we've got Josh from Stanthorpe. Um, question for you guys: Based on your opinions, why do you think we're seeing big bags of goals from individuals? Do you think wheeling off the mark is making goals easier to kick? No, not making goals easy to kick. Like I first thought, uh, it is just the the ability to lead up with, before congestion gets to the back line at the moment, due to the uh, standing on the mark rule further up the field. I reckon it's making it easier because. Uh... There's, there's, the skills are better. Um, they're hitting targets better because they've got less pressure on them, um, and they're moving the footy a bit quicker. So I think it's given the, those forwards time to push off and actually make a proper lead. I think what it's making it said. easier too. Wheeling off the mark allows them to get a more natural arc on the ball. Ooh, you think wheeling off the mark is <clears throat> right? Right, right. We've got Mark here, um, or Millsy. Big Tex, how bloody good has he been? And do you think the new rule we're standing on the mark is a result of that? And could we see a return of the big key forwards dominating games? Yeah, so like I said just before, the congestion isn't up the ground quite as much anymore because that 45-degree angle kick's allowed to be brought in. The guy can't chase to perhaps lay a tackle on a handball receiver going by. Therefore, the delivery to the forward line is usually off a running bloke that has space and time, not off a ball up. Yeah, I think uh, it looks at the moment like it's going to be the return of the big forwards, um, just with what we spoke about in the last uh, question. Um, they're pushing off because uh, of the quick ball movement. Oh, geez, you've yeah, I love it. Love it. <laughs> good, good you don't give me fucking time, do you, you <laughs> cockheads? Um, this one's from James. We're under the pub. <laughs> do you, yeah, well, fucking get quicker. <laughs> almost said the C word. Quicker, not angry. I almost said the C word. Um, do you think that Sam Reid should have been given a longer layoff as Danger got three weeks for a contested but late bump while Sam Reid was not in proximity Phew. of the ball? Easy one. Should it have gone to a tribunal as well? Definitely should have gone to tribunal. He should have at least had three weeks. We've spoken about this already. I'm fuming. He flattened Fife's face with his body. All right, mate. 
on with it. That's it. Yeah, should have got three weeks. Should have got the same as Dange. However, shouldn't have gone to tribunal because I can understand why the ump missed it. It was slightly behind the actual focal point of the footy. Yeah, I'm with you, Buds. 100% mirror what you say. Off ball, mate. It, it's worse. Nope. Righto. Yeah, so, it doesn't mean it goes to tribunal. Ump has to see it. Siren hasn't gone, mate. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. We had some technical Alrighty. difficulties. Um, Even got to rebuttal. <laughs> so these, some of these are a little bit involved, so I'll try and make them a little bit quicker. But um, is, Markham, is Marcus Bontempelli going to get the three votes, Dunkley two, McRae one, or does McRae get blah, 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 it's for the Eagles game? Well, we gave our votes. So I'll just yeah. answer this now. We gave the Bont the three, definitely gets the three. Two of us had dunks in the three as well. Nope. And we Oh, you didn't? Nope. I had dunks. I didn't have him at all, he mate. And, but the three of us had McRae. Mate, all so, I can say to whoever sent that question is, listen to the vote count and uh, you'll get your you'll answer. You'll learn, yeah. Um, what do you guys think about people kicking it backwards into their own 50 when setting up plays? I find it slows the game down too much. Oh, sorry. I'll go first? Yep. Go Absolutely part and parcel of the game. If you want to go up the ground towards the left, it gets blocked up. You've got to be brilliant at transitioning the ball on a fast switch to the fat side to get your players out before defence can transition. Yeah. It's a part of the game, and I enjoy seeing it executed well. Yeah, some some teams obviously do it a lot better than others. Eagles, um, Gold Coast Suns have done it pretty well this year as well, um, trying to set up from defence, and um, yeah, it is part of the game, and we love it. Enjoy it, learn it. It's a big field, it's an oval, kick it wherever you bloody hell you want. <laughs> hey, um, not bad, Nev. Well, I have to be quick, because you pricks fucking take too much time. Um, should there be talks that the Texan has a crack, if not injured, of getting a common medal? We've probably just answered that in the last segment. Yeah, just touch so it. We'll kick on to the next one. Matty Rowe going to next season at 20. We kicked on to that. Yes, he will still be eligible if he doesn't play his 10 games this year. So um, yeah. that's he'll, for the he'll, knock, he'll knock him over, though. Um, what's Of the Ruckman, Max Gorn and Nick Natanui, who has impressed us most? Uh, so far, Nick Nat. He's obviously way more influential at the moment. I feel like Max is just getting into his work. Yeah, Nick Natanui's his um, ability to give his team first um, chance at the footy every unreal. time is unreal. Yeah, his hitouts to advantage are much more than any other ruckman, I'd say. Nick Nat's impressed me the most so far, but uh, we all know what Gorn can do at his best. So probably Nick Nat at the moment. Um, right, I I think. Uh... Is there a possibility for Gorn to get a couple of votes for his performance against the Saints? Oh, I don't oh. think so. Mate, we, we've gone through it in our votes. And we haven't um, given him a vote. And so. we didn't give him a vote, so no votes Answers for Gorn. no. Yeah. Well, that's and, my... and my answer is next week we'll ask Nev to trawl through these first and see which ones have already been covered. Uh, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Save a couple of minutes here, Nev. A few of them came in really late, by the way. So. Nah, that's fair, mate. Righto. That's Anyone got any other questions? Ty, it's good to know that we cover a few of them already. Yeah, Baz so. has got some questions here. Yeah, I've got one, mate. Uh, floats in from Josh in Brisbane and he just says fellas is Josh Kennedy uh, West Coast by the way is Josh Kennedy unders at the moment due to for the Coleman medal due to the fact yeah due to the sorry I'm just rereading it due to the fact that he now has Oscar Allen alongside him as well as Jack Darling where it was previously just him and Jack what's he paying there boy? It was, uh, he was 7 he, wasn't he yeah he's paying 7 bucks. I just started the clock paying $7 um I don't know if he's unders. Um, he's paying seven dollars. It's probably maybe overs, considering he's won a Coleman before, and he's he's not in terrible form. Um, I think he could he could sneak in maybe. I'm not a fan this year. Not I just fan. don't think he kicks enough goals. I think there's other forwards there that'll kick more. On oh, with you, Nev. I think he's unders, boys, because he's got two problems. Oscar's beside him as well as Jack, 
And he's also getting on, boys. An injury can come at any time. Oh, Sorry. That's enough, mate. <laughs> and I think that's us dumbards for the week. Yeah, any questions it. from you, Todd? No, I've got no questions written into me this week, mate. Um, fans have steered clear of um, at Tybo at the Brownlow Bar. Fair so. enough. No, well, thanks very much for the interaction, as always, guys. Uh, please hit us up on our Facebook page there as well for Under the Pump. We always throw it up midweek to, uh, you know, get your questions in, and we'll, we'll always read them out if, uh, if time permits and we don't have too many coming through, but it's uh, great to hear from the listeners. Time for the best bet, boys. So, last week's best bet's the first place we've got to go, boys. And, uh, Tybo, mate, it was yours. How'd we go? Oh, you just heard the sound effect, mate. Uh, she was <laughs> bloody good. Um, geez, I was excited about it early on. And, and when I found the gold uh, in the rough there, I was like, oh, boys, we need to get on this because it is huge and it is, it's going to win 100%. And, uh, and watching the game is the best game I've seen a footy in a long time. We spoke about it tonight. Um, I'll tell you as what, mate. Were you teetering, goal, mate, were you teetering was... on the edge of your seat that last quarter, oh, though? 100%. <laughs> I was, was the whole time. <laughs> Shit, all you once, needed was for the Dunk, dogs to win. Once Dunk kicked his goals, like, oh, it is a shoe-in. Then West Coast started playing footy, and you're like, far out. Slow down, Nick Natanui. Someone bench Stop him. it. <laughs> Someone um, bench that Surely guy. he's played his 10 minutes of footy. Get him off, Simo. <laughs> um, and anyway, um, it ended up being a cracker of a game, and it came down to the wire, and we bloody won it. And I'm so proud of the bar. Bloody oath. 10, and mate. we're bloody proud of you. Proud of you, 510. Yeah, early days oh. was 510. I think it came into about 390. I, I, tried, uh, I just threw it into the phone just to check it I out. I did too, mate. You know, game day, and it was about 390 with a boost, I think it was, actually. So it sure Bloody hell, up. yeah. Mate, unreal. Well, Hope everyone got on. Guess it's my turn, eh? Don't fuck it, Nev. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure here, boys. But uh, We're on a streak. I had a bit of a trial. One in a row. I spent a lot of time on this to solve, so if it fails, I'm going to be devastated, along with a lot of you. But uh, I'm looking at the Essendon St Kilda game. Um, now, bit of research. I'll go through. I'll tell you the bet first, but I'll go through the research afterwards. So I've got Jack Higgins, anytime goal scorer. Jack Steele, 25 plus disposals. Jordan Ridley, 20 plus disposals. Tim Membry, anytime goal scorer, and St Kilda to win. Now, I've got some stats to back this up because that seems to be what we need to do these days. Ty had them and it bloody worked. So um, Higgins and Membry have both kicked a goal every game this year against better opposition. Um, Membry's kicked a goal in eight of his nine last games. Yeah, Membry's so, strong. Um, and the one, he, the one he didn't score in was a semi-final against Richmond. Um, Jack Steele, last year had seven games over 25 disposals and that's in shorter time. So COVID ball... If you get over 25, it's more like, I don't know. What's 35. Your extra? Oh, yeah, well, 50. Um, <laughs> bombers don't tag also, and he had 26 disposals last week against a good Demons team. Um, bombers allow a lot of opposition high disposal getters too. They had five over 25 last week versus Port and three the week before versus Hawks. Five over 30 disposals in the last two weeks. So they do let a lot of people off the chain. Um, Saints won the last two meetings against Essendon and they're a much stronger team this year than they have been previously um, especially with Essendon their injuries are just through the roof at the moment they've lost all their mids yeah, I like it. Ruckman gone um, and Jordan Ridley he plays that quarterback role out of defence this year uh, new man on the mark real helps him a lot coming off 21 and 32 disposals this season um, and he's, he's taken all but two of the kick-ins this year for Essendon so 
What odds are we getting there, Nev? Mate, the odds I've got, um, I, this is boosted. Um, so, Adelaide... First and foremost, I, I love... I think if Jack Higgins can snag that goal early, mm. I'll, that's when I'll be rubbing my hands together. you're up and about, yeah. Yeah, he was a bit quiet last week. So, I, I, I feel like he's your only risk in there. I, I love it, mate, yeah. But um, Jack Steele, I've got no dramas there. He's getting 25 disposals against, like you said, good teams. And this week, Essendon, without having a ruckman there really to compete, surely he, he gets mm. that 25. Yeah, that's no drama. So. I think so too. Do um, mate. But yeah, so paying 4.22, I boosted it on Ladbrokes to 4.91. Yep. So 4.90. Um, don't know what other markets are paying. Right. But yeah, I just yeah showed you all the stats. Pretty pretty happy with that one. So Up there a bit again, more thoughts then. gone into it this year for me. Yeah, Beauty. I agree. If Jack Higgins gets an early goal, and he, and he is prone to do that as well. So if he gets that, then we can... Um, start, start thinking sitting about on the edge of our seat our again. On next week. Bloody oath. No, he did well there last week, Tybo. It was good to see. And Proud of you, Very mate. exciting to watch. So, Especially, mm. I think it was the last game of the round too, wasn't it? So, yeah, yeah oh, it was awesome. Second last. Second last game. Oh, it May as well have been last because that yeah. last game was and garbage. I loved it. Um, excellent, boys. Uh, all the listeners out there, jump on the bar's best bet. As always, we'll put on our socials. And uh, other than that, fellas, that's us for the night. And uh, you'll hear from us again next week. Yeah, came for next week, buddy. Bring it on and hope the bar best bet gets up. Let's go. Yeah, shit, yeah. See you next week, boys. Au revoir. Girls. Bye. Ciao.